Chelsea Pites, and today we're going to be talking about one of the most exciting articles that I had the opportunity to read, I'm going to say, in all of 2019. Yes, when I read this, I got up and I slow clapped, and I think it's really important to dedicate an entire podcast just to this topic. Welcome to the show, everyone. Let's make sure that we are connected on all the socials. I offer a free Instagram bio audit. All you have to do is go over to Instagram, follow me, and send me a message. Let me know you came from the podcast and say, I want my audit, and I would be happy to send it to you. Don't forget to subscribe if you've been listening to this podcast for a while. Share it out with people who would benefit. Let's get into the shoe. All right. This article that I read came across my blog reader, uh, I think about 24 hours ago, and it was from the FTC and a ruling that happened in regards to the first ever case, the first ever settlement that had to do with fake social media influence. And I was like, hallelujah, yes. I was so excited because finally, hopefully this case, the settlement, will be precedent to prevent or to stop other companies in the future from doing these kinds of shady business dealings. Let's get into the article and what it said right now. So this article says that the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, halted deceptive online marketing tactics of two companies and their principles, the first of which allegedly sold fake indicators of social media influence. That's fake followers, fake likes. I'm also going to throw in their fake comments, even though that isn't specifically mentioned here. And the second piece of this case was posting fake product reviews that were actually posted by employees on a very well-known retail website that rhymes with Mephora. Okay, let's get into this. So posting deceptive or inaccurate information is just not a great idea, right? Especially in the online marketplace, it really prevents consumers from making informed and transparent purchasing decisions. So this article goes on to say, with these two actions, the FTC makes it clear that it will take enforcement action against this type of illegal behavior. So in this first case, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, a company called Devumi, and its owner, the CEO, German Callis, they agreed to settle the first ever complaint from the FTC challenging the sale of fake indicators of social media influence, which let's face it, are important metrics for many businesses and individuals as they look at someone's accounts and follower accounts and like counts and engagement when they're hiring someone, when they're investing in a personality or a celebrity, licensing, etc. So what happened was, is this Devumi, it's now defunct, and their owner used websites like Devumi.com, Twitterboost.co, Byview.co, Byplans.co to essentially sell fake social media engagement, uh, fake followers, subscribers, views, and likes. Now, they were selling these fake measures of engagement on LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Vine, and SoundCloud. They allege that the defendants sold these fake Twitter followers to actors, athletes, musicians, writers, other people who basically wanted to increase the perception that they were quote-unquote influencers. They also said that they were selling fake Twitter followers to motivational speakers, 
to law firm partners, to investment professionals, and others who wanted to boost credibility. So it wasn't just people who wanted to be influencers or athletes or actors. It was people in all walks of industries and, and all of that. According to the FDC, Davumi filled more than 58,000 orders for fake Twitter followers, enabling the buyers to deceive potential clients about their social media influence. They also alleged that more than 4,000 sales of fake YouTube subscribers and over 32,000 sales of fake YouTube views, including musicians who wanted to increase the apparent popularity of their songs. The FTC contends that these defendants thereby enabled their customers to deceive both potential viewers and also potential music followers, or I'm sorry, potential music purchasers. So in addition to that, According to this complaint, they're saying that the defendants sold more than 800 fake LinkedIn followers to marketing, advertising, and public relation firms. Oh my goodness gracious. Public relations firms. Their public relations is in the title of what they're doing. I mean, this is so upsetting and sad to me that, you know, we're in this world where a company where their job is to help you build reach and brand is actually buying their own fake followers. And uh, ah, I can't even like articulate. <laughs> Companies offering computer software solutions, banking investment, and other financial services firms, human resources, etc. These fake followers, the complaint alleges, enabled the buyers to deceive potential clients and investors, partners, and even employees, you guys. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm just like getting even more upset as I'm reading this, uh, this, this press release from the FTC. So the proposed court order settling the FTC's charges contains both conduct and monetary provisions. First, it bans the Davumi defendants from selling or assisting others in selling social media influence to users of third-party social media platforms. The order is also prohibiting the defendants from making misrepresentations or assisting others in doing so. And I feel like that's the main key here. So yeah, we have these companies that are, um, you know, doing things they shouldn't be doing. And now it's illegal, hopefully going forward with all people who are selling fake measures of social media engagement. But I also feel that, you know, these people who are buying them are also at fault. I mean, they are the ones who are creating misrepresentations as well. So it's prohibiting them from making any misrepresentations or assisting others in doing so about the social media influence of any person or entity in any review or endorsement of any person, entity, product, or review. Finally, the order imposed this monetary judgment for two $0.5 million, the amount that the FTC alleges he was paid by Davumi or the parent company. The order specified that upon payment of $250,000, the remainder of the judgment will be suspended. So interesting, right? Um, I find this so important, especially for our young folks who are looking at subscriber count and like numbers and vanity metrics and, and follower count and feel less than or feel like, you know, oh, I only have this many followers. If you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time, you know that I don't believe that vanity metrics are the important piece of social media. Um, it's, it's about creating community and connection and going deeper and not wider. And I'd rather talk to 10 people a day, 
um, than, you know, have 10,000 empty followers where I never had any conversations. And by the way, buying these things absolutely impacts your algorithm negatively because the algorithm is smart enough to know you know, if you're logging in from different IP addresses, meaning maybe you gave somebody your password, one of these companies that often does ask for a password and it can see that, okay, you've been logging in from Colorado for years and now all of a sudden you're in another country logging in. It also knows if you suddenly have an influx of people and guess what? It knows where these people are coming from as well. It knows that, you know, if I'm in Arizona and I've got 50,000 followers that all just jumped on and followed me in the last two weeks from other countries, it's probably going to say hmm, this is kind of a red flag. So um, I think it's really interesting as we kind of talk about this fake fame and uh, what people are are putting on the weight of these measures. You know, that's why we talked about Instagram hiding likes, testing hiding likes in eight different countries, because is that really a valuable metric? I mean, you can definitely game that system. And clearly there are plenty of companies uh, beyond this one here that's mentioned in this complaint that are doing just that. Now, I also want to mention, I, I just did a little bit of research while I'm sitting here in front of my computer and I decided to put in buy followers and I let Google fill in the rest. So I said buy followers and it said on Instagram, on YouTube, and then it said on TikTok. And so because I've been, been coming, becoming such a fan of TikTok, I said, oh, I want to see this. So. It's a website where you can purchase not only, let's see what it says, I'm looking at it here, not only fans, but you can purchase likes, views, and shares. And it says that, you know, it's a real provider. It also has this little pop-up box that talks about, you know, somebody just buying fans, uh, you know, a few minutes ago. And it, it's a really nice website and it gives you sort of like all the features of everything. So there, there definitely is still plenty of sites out there for any platform that you can purchase a variety of, of items, likes, follows, etc. I also want to point out that I watched a really good YouTube video by Sunny Leonard Doozy, who is a marketing expert, a speaker. She's a YouTube expert as well. She did a video, which I will drop the link in the show notes on August 23rd, 2019, that says how to get 5,000 Instagram followers in five minutes. And she actually shows live in real time in this video where she goes to purchase them. And not she, she's not um, promoting it. She just wanted to tell people, you know, why you shouldn't do it and how easy it is to become basically, you know, quote unquote famous or an influencer by purchasing these types of fake follows. So she goes through the whole thing. So it's interesting. So if you are curious as to what the process is like, what it looks like and how easy it is, you should definitely watch it. You should also have your kids watch it because I know a lot of people are very concerned and like focused on that number and they shouldn't be. So um, that's a really interesting little video that that I'll, I'll post there as well. Um, okay, so that's one thing. So the good news is illegal activity, fake, fake likes and followers, and hopefully this will become sort of like case law or set a precedent uh, for future businesses and such. Um, now, a lot of people were asking me too recently, I kept getting DMs on Instagram and they were like, holy cow, what's happening? My view count has plummeted on Instagram stories. Well, you know, they are doing a lot of not so honest things on all the platforms, but a lot of people shifted these bots 
um, you know, these automated types of software system or actually people sitting in a room clicking their, you know, a hundred different phones or these, you know, systems where you can see these wall of phones that are all hooked up to a computer system clicking and there's nobody actually liking on the other end like a human being. These click farms and they're either looking by hashtags and then they're going in there and doing those sort of automated comments or follows or follow unfollow types of programs, which we all know and love. I'm just kidding. Um, but they've shifted because Instagram stories are so popular. They shifted from going to the feed into the stories. And a lot of people were saying, why are all these people viewing my story that aren't in my industry that aren't even in the country? what's the deal? And, um, you know, the reason that people do those story views, if you, if you remember is like, here's the thing about stories. It's the only form of social media where you can actually see who's viewed. Whereas if I make a post on Instagram in the feed, I have no idea who has actually seen it unless they've liked or commented. Whereas on a story, I can see who's actually viewed it they don't even have to comment or engage at all. So if I'm looking at my story views and I see a bunch of names that I don't recognize, I'm going to be curious and probably click on them. Maybe I'll follow them. So these people are trying to get new followers by showing up in their view list. And um, so anyway, that's basically what they're doing. And Instagram was cleaning house once again. And that's probably why those views went down for everyone uh, couple of weeks ago because they were likely cleaning house. Now I don't have, you know, an official statement from Instagram that says that. However, they have put an official statement out if several months ago that they are massively going to be cleaning house and getting rid of fake engagement. So if you've had that happen, that's probably why it should be normalized back to your previous levels. So, all right. So the next piece of this, right, was I said fake, um, fake reviews. Now this kind of surprised me because I actually know this brand and own some of the things from this brand. Um, it is a Texas-based skincare line called Sunday, Sunday Riley. And they do sell their cosmetics at Sephora. And they're not cheap. I mean, they're between like $20 and $160. And Sephora allows consumers to leave customer reviews of products sold on its website and all that. So the FTC alleges that after Sephora removed a fake employee written review or employee written reviews, Sunday Riley skincare employees suspected this was because Sephora recognized the views coming from their IP addresses. So allegedly, according to one of the company's managers, they obtained a VPN account to basically mask their IP address and location when they wrote those reviews. And a VPN, which is a virtual private network, allows users across the internet um, to uh, allows users to access the internet privately by basically using the separate server to hide their activity. So um, the the complaint quotes from a July 2016 email, which I'm shocked that again putting something like this in writing. 2016 email that Ms. Riley wrote to her staff directing each of them to quote create three accounts on sephora.com registered as different identities the email included step-by-step -step instructions for setting up new personas using a vpn to hide identities and directed employees to focus on certain products and to quote always leave five stars when reviewing and to quote dislike negative reviews if you see a negative review, dislike it. That was written in the email. After enough dislikes, it is removed. This directly translates into sales, 
unquote. Okay, well, um, I would assume that, you know, everyone who's listening to this is most likely not creating fake reviews, but it is, I think, important to realize that some reviews can be fake. And I've personally had a Facebook business page where uh, people have left fake reviews or reviews that had nothing to do with a particular company that uh, I worked for and happened to be like for another company and they were mistakenly on there. And yes, reviews really do matter. But... Putting fake reviews out there, um, first of all, the systems are pretty savvy. They can tell if you are logging in from the same IP address over and over again. I believe Amazon has a pretty decent policy for catching sort of fake reviews because I have some friends that sell some things on Amazon. Um, But essentially, you don't want to be setting up fake accounts and pretending to be someone else and actually pretending to buy a product when you haven't or use a service when you haven't and make those fake reviews. So that is in a nutshell, everything that is going on, I guess, in the legal world of social media. I'm actually very excited about this because, you know, I'm always a proponent of real true engagement. I'm curious uh, what will happen with some of the social media influencers out there. I mean, really like the true influencers, they are able to back up their engagement. They have reports and data that um, does not rely on just likes and that sort of thing. Um, I think direct messages and and direct, uh, you know, correlations to things that they've mentioned with specific codes that people can then go and check out using that code or buy, you know, they can track that information. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, You know, reach out to me at any of the socials and you can find me by my name at chelsea.pites, that's P-E-I-T-Z. I also, like I mentioned at the top of the hour, offer a free Instagram bio audit. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram, send me a message and ask for that audit and I will send it your way. Until next time, thanks for joining. Talk to you soon. Bye.